Coming up on today's show. Hey, we're going to rent a legit Formula One car. And guess what else? We got Apple is coming out with a folding sandwich. Oh, I mean a, a folding phone. <laughs> I got I got one. How about what flying cars? GM making flying Ooh. cars. Boy, GM all over the place, aren't they? All right. Well, let's also talk about today probably the uh, Rivian uh, Amazon noisemaker. Yeah, this should be interesting. That? I can't. Yeah, it should be. I can't wait to hear yeah. what I have to say. And, right uh, <laughs> and, then, and then what else we got? The Keith? topic of the show, Jay. You titled it. It's yours. I did. Toyota, where the hell have you been? There you go, guys. Stay tuned. Coming up right after this. podcast the counter show welcome into another exciting show today guys i got my good friend and podcasting partner keith what's going on pal i gotta one of these days i'm gonna get that right where you're at there you are special agent johnny utah reporting for duty oh really what do you got going on there what's uh what's your bevy uh bevy of choice here this is that uh this is three sport day it's the lifestyle pills yeah Mm, I yeah. have not tried any in the box that you sent me. What? Uh, Who sent what? Right. I mean, that that box that showed up at my front door with uh, alcohol in it. They don't know, what? man. It could have been delivery dudes. It was. It was delivery dudes. It was not. <laughs> uh, <me. laughs> anyway, today the spirit. Skynet, if you're listening. Yeah. So here. So, so. I've not hit any in that pack, but I'm about to. Well, give me a yeah. I, I'm I'm excited. So. You know, where's your finger on your drum roll when you go to taste it? Oh, I got to hear that. I got one finger on the glass, one hand on the glass, and w- one hand on the uh, can. That that sounds yeah. like a country song so or I know, something. I don't know. Yeah, so I know you. I know you have a wide array of 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 taste when it comes to beers, and I I tried to tried to give you that that feel for what we have going on in this area. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really kind of all over the place. As you That's good. Can see. So am I. It's fitting, right? <laughs> like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, you're like a squirrel, man. Yes. Yeah. Trying to get away from that that uh, lovely uh, pet that you have. Does I, your Does your yeah. dog chase squirrels? Nah, not. Uh, he'll bark at them, but uh, thankfully he's not like jumping through the glass, going after yeah. him like in Christmas Vacation. Uh, literally. Taste all over the place. Had to call Jay, everybody, last week and say, hey, I'm drinking a... Uh, it was a real smoky beer. I don't remember. It was a calf made by Calf Killer. Yeah. What am I okay to drink next? And and I had to, I had to like, phone a friend because I was afraid I was going to get into something that was going to clash. And he picked it out for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good. It worked, didn't it? It was a palate cleanser. Work. Yes. It was uh, like call. a lemon. It had, had like a lemon. In lime in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, just kind of a, those are summer beers. I like those during the summer. You know, a little light poolside beer, drinkable all day. Hey, 
my, my wife's famous saying, she always says to me, she'll crack one early in the morning on a weekend or something, especially during football season. You know, that, that pigskin thing that they throw back and forth that you right. care for? Rugby, that is. Yeah. It's the one with um, all the different white spots and black spots. Oh, no, that's the other football. Sorry. That's the other football, correct. Yeah, but she always says, hey, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Some so days I would. This is tasty, man. Yeah, I, I uh, thought so. It's got guys snowboarding and mountain biking and kayaking, and uh, uh, there's a guy that looks like parasailing. I, I mean, this is it is it is representative of of where where I live. Um, everything that that Keith just mentioned that's on that can you can do here, and honestly, certain times of the year you can do all of that in the same day and as a matter of fact up in bellingham they have a uh, annual sea to ski or ski to sea festival and um it is quite the uh you should be here for that sometime just to check it out all right you know they, they ski and then they come on down the mountain and i'll, I'll go sign up know, as soon as the they, show they is trail over. ride and then they, they yeah. yeah they do it all I, it's, that it's, sounds it's like fun. me i'm in oh heck yeah and plus lots of beer around for that so so man wow whoo what a um, what a uh, a week full of news or wow! Welcome into the news, the counter desk. So I'll go ahead and start this off, bring you into this, but I, I'm I'm going to let you. Um, well, we can both talk about it. I think it's really cool because we're we're kids at heart still to this day. I mean, we we would not be doing what what we are doing if we did not at some point at some point in our life play with hot wheels cars um build racetracks slot cars etc get on a motorcycle um you know anything moving with a motor or tear something apart and put it back together if it weren't for the love and the curiosity uh, for 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 the the feel of of going fast and just Wow. So you found this story and I, I read it and I'm just like, wow, what an experience of a lifetime that this would be for just an average person with a little extra cash. But you could rent a legit Formula One car and the line, the, the, the headline says, and you can realize just how out of shape you really are. <clears throat> right. I was, I was surprised when I read this, this article here, man. All right, so for those of um, yeah, you that, that don't know, and, and and I gotta say, like if I, I'm hesitating to even explain this, but I will, because I I know people like my sister listen to this show. So let me <laughs> Formula One, F one car. Those Ooh. are the open cockpit vehicles with the wheels yep. that are exposed. Um they use a version of that on the IndyCar series. Um not quite the same vehicle, but uh, I'm trying to help everybody draw a mental picture here of what an F one car looks Air- like aerodynamically designed to stay on the ground and out of the air because if they weren't they would fly period yep they are pretty awesome so yeah so i mean you know (laughs) there are physical demands uh to your body uh to be able to control a vehicle at you know 100 plus 200 plus mile an hour (laughs) but uh you can you can take a track day, which I've done track days now, not in F1 cars. 
This is happening in in the UK in Hertfordshire, right. England, at Bovington Bovingdon Bo- Airfield. Boving, Bovington Bovington oh, Airfield. I've been there. I did a TDY there once. Isn't that um, where the Top Gear guys used to shoot? Or no? They've been out there, man, and they may have shot at our base, the base that I was at as well, which was at uh, Upper Hayford, um, just between Oxford and um, Banbury and Bister. Um, High Wycombe, is, there's a base there where this is close to. So I'm very familiar with the area, and I've been to that track as well as Silverstone and, and, and um, Donington. But um, I thought it was pretty cool, man. Uh, they, I wish they'd have had this when I was there because I would have jumped on it. But well, go ahead, Keith. I, I'm taking fourteen hundred bucks, thirteen hundred sixty-five dollar uh, starting package that's converted to U.S. dollars, um, and that'll get you about uh, forty-four training laps. All of this is going to be supervised. I mean, you, you know, you want that as a guy that's done track days and ha- had mm-hmm. good teachers. Um, that's a critical step so that you don't like kill yourself uh, or right. destroy the vehicle. And they they go up from there in price. I, I I will say though, I mean, the article on the drive says it's pricey. That's actually not bad, Jay. It's I mean, not bad. The track days that I do on motorcycles, uh, and I bring my own bike. Um, they run three, two, three, four hundred dollars sometimes for you know. And you that's can, on, you can do that's a day your own or a bike. weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's just Be- basically access to the facility. Yep. And, you're beating up your own vehicle because you got to pay for when, corner workers. You got to pay for track access, right. maintenance. They have right. to have a, uh, they have to have paramedics or emergency services mm-hmm. or you know ambulance, whatever you want to call it's it. It's like running a real a race on a circuit yeah. or something. So all they have the to track. put all yes. that stuff out. The it's same just without people, the sponsors. Yep. Yeah, the same people that work during race days work it during a uh, civilian track day or you know whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. I. I'm going to say this. If somebody say it would say to me, "Merry Christmas. Here's a here's what we got you this year." And I opened up the box and it was this. I would be like, "When do oh, we go?" Man. You'd be on the internet ordering GoPros, right? Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. I tell you, yeah, that would be and I, I I would definitely take you with me. We it would have to be a package deal because I know we'd have a blast. I'll do the my, I'll do the dog like goggles and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my stepdad, man, he would just he would just absolutely go nuts over something like this. So. It's awesome, I, you oh. know. And they're doing what they can, I think, to try to get some funding coming in because they can't sell tickets, right? Right. That's right. Yeah. It's it's well, you know, it's it's interesting, man. I mean, there there this is. I think this is one of the first of its kind that will allow you this. They've modified it enough so the average person can get in it and go do this thing and be safe about it. You know, right? To have that kind of lap time. Or amount of laps in that for that price, it's it's unbelievable. So unbelievable. I'm going to add one topic to this as a side note, uh, just because it's somewhat related and fascinating. Mm-hmm. And this came from uh, Chuck Lynch over at Chuck AERA. Lynch, yeah, yeah. So yep. Yep. Uh, we were joking uh, last week with Chuck. Uh, thanks, Chuck, for sending this, by the way. <laughs> Indy Autonomous Challenge car unveiled. So the Indy Car Series, which again. It's kind of similar to all you purists out there. I know I'm offending you right now by saying they're the same car. They're similar, all right? Um, yeah, they're not the same, but they they're are not similar. the same. There's different rules. I do understand all that. Technology. I'm just trying Let's talk to keep technology. it simple here. Yep. So they have a self driving autonomous race car that they are, uh, it's kind of an R&D project from the way I understood it. 
Mm -hmm. uh, the primary goal of IAC is to advance technologies that can speed the commercialization of fully autonomous vehicles and advanced driver assistance systems, uh, leading to increased safety and performance, uh, organizer said, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that's actually true uh, if, you, if you think about, and I know as a motorcycle fan and a, a fan of uh, a lot of the mo motorcycle circuits like uh, MotoGP and, you know, World Superbike and all that, what they put on those race bikes makes it to the consumer bike, some of it does, three or four right. years later, right? Right. That's part of how they can justify the massive expense in R&D on the racing side. So yeah. what they're thinking here is that they're going to use this to learn and in, improve safety aspects of your slower traveling vehicles that are consumer vehicles. Right. You know, it's funny that Chuck bring brought this to our attention, which, by the way, guys, Chuck um, is with AERA, um, Engine Rebuilders Association, Automotive Engine Rebuilders Association, and you can check those guys over at... Um, AERA.org. They have a new podcast cast out, uh, Engine Professional Podcast. Go check those guys out. It's really technical stuff. Uh, if you're a machinist or an engine rebuilder or anything like that in the automotive industry, or you just like shop talk, go out there and check them out. It's good stuff, good quality stuff. But where I'm going with this is, is that Chuck, um, when we had them on uh, initially, uh, him and Steve uh, from AERA, we talked about a lot of things, how ra the racing industry incorporates the technology, um, the engine uh, technology, the safety technology, uh, all of these things from the racing side of our industry and how it translates and, and gets into the consumer side, like you know the everyday person driving a vehicle. It's very important what the racing world does. And if you pay attention, I bet you three, four, five years down the road, you're gonna find some of that technology and you're gonna go, oh, Wow, Jay and Keith mentioned that on uh, the Parts Count of Gurus. That's right, I remember that. So pay attention to these things. This is this is um, you know Chuck was very uh, quick to answer. Yes, that is a fact that you know we see this stuff all the time, and they are more or less the proving ground for us these days. So I just want to know, and this is a joke, but I'm kind of serious. Mm -hmm. um, how long until we see? automated slot like real life-size slot car racing right i mean look they've got an automated car they've got the track give me the remote well <laughs> it's put it to you this way it, it's it's not like it's not like you don't already have the concept going because there are specific rides that are slot driven i mean they're they're slot cars right but not that fast um <laughs> you know but if I think that they would have a line probably 10 miles long trying to get into something like that. If you were if you were able to strap yourself in knowing that you're not going to come off the track, you could push the envelope as hard as you want to because it's so safe, you're going to be just fine. Would you do it? Pull a few Gs? Heck yeah, man. I'd be all over that. You know, it's like the best next best thing to to, you know, in one of those, you know, it, it's be like flying a jet, man. Yeah. It really would. It, if you it, get inside yeah. of one of those 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 well, there cockpits, are, there it are really planes is. that go slower. <laughs> oh, I saw one the other day. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's awesome. And thank you, Chuck, for that that story. So we want to get we. It's not like we can't get enough of talking about Apple. I mean, you you brought this story up, and I, I mean, I'm getting just kind of bored with the 
the tech people anyway, just because of some of the, it's like some of the stuff is like, you know, regurgitated, man. And this is, I mean, Apple is reportedly prototyping a foldable, foldable iPhone screens, man. I mean, isn't somebody else doing that like right now? Okay. <laughs> Take a deep breath, Keith. <laughs> okay, it's okay, man. It's all right. It's just Apple. Look, it's just I Apple. really am trying back to what this is becoming our weekly what the hell's wrong with you, Apple segment. Right. Right. Um Okay. Okay. Like Again, <laughs> Apple being hard on you because I know you're capable of better. You've done better. We expect better. This stuff right here, so the foldable phone thing. So Samsung um, kind of touted it first, if I'm not mistaken. They had a lot of problems with it. Then Motorola came along with their revamped Razer phone that had right. a foldable screen. Right. And I don't see a lot of those out in the wild. Now, I don't know how sales are going on those. But if this is true, and 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 let's be fair here, you know, this is all rumors at this point, so it could be mm. wrong, and I could be, you know, much ado about nothing here. If Apple is actually spending time on this, I, I just what? I don't okay, know. the most one of the most profitable technology, one of the most profitable companies in the world, much less mm -hmm. a technology company, and they're going to spend time on this Me Too crap. I mean. Really? Well, well, you can't go find the best minds in the world to be innovative and come up with things that aren't already being done or have been done before. Like I said, this is regurgitated stuff. Not to say that I mean not the actual screens folding, but flip phones period. I hated them. I I, I mean, I'm just not a I mean, I'm if, I'm not a big fan of a of a flip phone or a folding phone anyway. If it makes your current phone more pocketable easier to carry in your pocket then i, I guess i can see the appeal there i mean I, if, I, if i'm levi's i'm making pants with uh, cell phone pockets if it, i'm i mean well see that's I mean, innovative jay i mean if apple were interested in hiring innovation they would maybe reach out to you you get a hundred dollars going to partscounterguru.com right and hey clicking on the ask us a question i you know i I'm just saying, like, that is more innovative, creative thinking, critical thought right there than it seems like we're getting out of it. What is next from Apple? Are we going to, are we going to, oh, I, I can just see these, like, creative planning meetings. Hey, I got an idea, guys. Let's make a machine that prints out messages, and you can be at one place, and you can send a message, and then the guy at the other <laughs> end, he can just, like, print it out. You know, like it would be a facsimile of the actual <laughs> message. I, I would not be surprised next week to see him like try that. Hey, man, you know what? I I'm really missing my beeper. I'm just saying. I you know I, I thought the beeper was great. You know why? Because I didn't really physically have to talk to anybody. It just let me know somebody's in, and I well, could get to it when I. You could. would get the phone number, and then it would be like dash nine one one. Like I need you to call me now, or you know. Yeah, yeah, or some sort of like upside down. People got invented with They'd upside spell down like boobies. encrypted yeah. messages. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. like we did on calculators in, in class, right? Know, so. Right, right. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I mean, Apple is um, 
you know, I saw something released. Uh, Tim Cook made an announcement recently. Um, I mean, they're they're moving forward with the Apple Car with Hyundai. Well, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and you know, they, they're getting deeper and deeper into that. I mean, so for me, making a car, making a folding or phone, I mean, we could go down the road of creating some new home entertainment venue since the movie industry's in trouble, and that seems to be. A needed area that nobody else is doing right now and what is netflix doing though you, you say that netflix is re- they're they're releasing a new movie each week but i'm talking on the hardware side apple's well oh. historically has been a hardware company they're trying to become more of a services company but like you know let's partner with the movie industry um they don't call them labels in the movie industry what do they call them uh uh production company yes thank you and let's come up with some hardware that allows you to have a home theater experience you pay for a rental or you know go to the movies or whatever you want to do right right and right you experience it in an apple quality kind of environment right where they create the hardware to make it good whether that's you know a, a tv screen with wireless surround, you know, connected to it. I don't know, man. That, But that's the kind of stuff you would expect it, their creative minds to be working on. Yeah, I um, I oh. actually dumped a, a, a news article in about, this was at, what, what do they call it? Uh, what's, the, what's the tech show in Vegas that happens every year? Oh, CES, yeah. C, right? That, consum- that just happened. Consumer Electronics Show, yes. Right, that just happened or whatever. And I, I, I texted over to you this gadget that they have that basically you know speaking to that that basically can see the number of people in the room and they charge accordingly and the minute that somebody outside of the number of bodies that have already paid comes into the room then it shuts it down you have to pay to continue yeah so it's kind of a it's i i get the i get what they're trying to do there and it, and it makes sense i get it but can you imagine how many ways to cheat that there would be i mean oh, people i'm are gonna, pointing I mean, the camera I mean, off to the side and getting the car right. star, cardboard cutouts of like han solo and you know chewbacca watching Dude, the movie can you right? imagine <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, can, i mean can you i mean well not only that i mean so, yeah somebody is going to come up with some sort of mirror that angles it in a certain way it, it's it's right. i mean i get the idea um, well, first you and invent I think that, radar, and then you invent right. the radar detector. But so, but so to, to to you know pile on to what you were saying with Apple is why are they not coming up with something like that? That's you know because they have the ability to to come up with something innovative. I mean that that gadget is probably a, just a. I mean it's it's right. a flash. I'll 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 leave it at this, and and okay. I encourage everyone to you know do your own homework. I I really firmly believe that we as consumers have ceased to be Apple's customers. It's now their shareholders and they're just pandering to that crowd. And all they care about is how much money did you, you know, what's your profit margin this quarter on iPhone sales? And it's, it's unfortunate, but it certainly looks to be the case. Now, if you guys don't agree with that, if you think I'm right, if you think I'm wrong, if you're watching this video on YouTube, Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. If you're tired of us talking about Apple, all right, tell us. And tell I'll, us. I'll stop talking about Apple. But well, uh, we would love to that hear would from just, you. 
Yeah. I mean, if we get, yeah, if, if people are saying that to us that we need to stop talking about it, then Apple needs to pay attention to us. Uh, or and, if, and our if, audience. You're, if you're working for Apple right now and you're interested in, you know, hearing kind of some of our thoughts and suggestions, <laughs> go to our website at partscounterguru.com. Click on the Ask Us a Question tab at the top and you can drop That's us a note. And if you're listening no to this brainer. on the podcast, uh, wherever fine podcasts are offered up for free, uh, just know that you can also we, hit that website and leave us yeah. a message there. Just there's podcast links. Or, yeah, yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, just, just do it. Yeah, that's perfect. So what's next? What do you got? What are you going to do? Uh, you, you go ahead, man. You're doing such a, a fine job. Oh, oh okay. I, Plus, it'll so, give me time to calm down. Yeah. So um, we talked about this, and I, I'm i going to go with this, the, the, um, the noisemaker. Okay. Um, what'd you say? I ain't say I told you so. Is that what you got? Uh, oh, I got that one, yeah. I ain't say I told you so. Well, because we did talk about this. We we talked we talked about it on several podcasts. So Amazon and Rivian, um, obviously you guys know they partnered and, and they've got these new um, all-electric uh, delivery vans. And, you know, one of the things, that, the, the biggest problem you have out of vehicles that are all-electric is they don't, there's no sound. Um, they're very quiet. Yep. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I, I, I was sitting outside of uh, the Union Tavern. Hey, Joe. Hey, Rothmeyer. Um, having a beer on one of the rare sunny days that we had here recently, and there was a uh, a Chevy Bolt that that came by. I was just there's nothing. It's like wow, God. All right. I'm so, glad I was looking, you know? I, I have some, of course, thoughts on this. Now, have okay. you, you've seen the video, right? I have, yes. Okay. So we'll post a link to this video. Uh, let me let me explain a little bit about... what. So it is an actual EV. It's one of the Rivian-produced Amazon vans. Mm-hmm. Somebody pulled out, a, I guess, a cell phone and got some camera phone footage of it. And it looks basically like they told us it was going to look like we talked about on this podcast, on this show. Yep. We showed pictures of it. Amazon made the announcement. Um, it, it, it pretty much looks identical, I would say, in most most every angle that I could tell. But right. the, the, the part that was interesting about this video is the noise it's making. Now, if you want we'll right. to post a link. To the video, go to our website, partscounterguru.com. There's a tab at the top. It's mentioned on the podcast. Click on this episode, uh, which will have Toyota in the title, if you're not sure, and then we'll post a link to the video. But apparently there's some regulation that is requiring all of these EVs to produce a noise if they're traveling below a certain speed. Right. And so it just makes like a like a chime. It, it sounded to me like it was like some sort of. It, it was like if you if you if you have Prime Video and you've ever watched anything from Amazon Studios, like their own movie shop mm-hmm. that they make, um, yeah. their production company, I should say, it's yeah, that sound, right? Yes, and yes. It's bizarre, and yeah, you know, here we go with noise pollution. So. Now I got to put up with this crap in my neighborhood driving through every day while I'm, you know, trying to record a podcast and or be on a Zoom call or a Teams call. And I got hang on. And it's would it not seem to you, Jay, that those are more important at higher speeds when you can't stop quickly? Yes, I would agree with that. And I and I wondered why they regulated it in that manner. Now, maybe because 
if you're going a higher, higher speed, obviously you'd be out on a freeway or a, or a highway at a higher speed. Most slow speed activity would be in a city or uh, through neighborhoods or subdivisions and that sort of stuff. But I thought, you know, when I heard it, I thought, God, man, they really, really missed a boat on this, man. Well, I would have gone, I would have gone total, totally George Jetson noise just to make uh, it humorous. Right, right. Wouldn't you? Yeah, do something I mean, cool, man. Right. I mean, this I mean, was it, annoying. And it's, I think it's, they don't have a choice. They have to make some sort of audible sound at a certain decibel yeah. level. But this is stupid. Like, I just, this is stupid, man. It's going to, it's going to be annoying. It's going to be, it already is. We've all had the experience of like, I've been in hotels uh, on vacation or whatever, and you're trying to sleep in a little bit. And the other noise mandated thing that they did, what was it like? There it is. That's it. That's the sound. Yeah. Uh, The other noise mandated thing that they did a couple decades back was the commercial trucks have to do that beep 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 right right well there's nothing better than trying to sleep in at a ho- in your hotel room at you know 7 8 a.m in the morning and you get beep, 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 oh i hate it beep. and i mean come on man really first of right. all how fast are those guys backing up right I, right I, like and <laughs> if anything if they would have if they put like flashing lights i mean they've got them but just put lights all over the thing to let you know, you know, that that's that's happening. I mean, most people can figure that out. Um, well, and this isn't and Amazon's you, fault. They're they're mandated to do it. Well, yeah, but you, yeah, I know it. But it's their choice to. <laughs> yeah, I would have played noise. something. I mean, a to me, it fun. sounds like I'm listening to like a spa music station or something, man. Like, you know, they may cause people to fall asleep. I don't know. It's pretty annoying to me, but um, I, I I don't know if I were the driver. Seriously, man. I mean, are they issuing those guys like like ear protection, headsets to kind of I mean, take their a, mind off of that? Get a cover of uh, Van Halen, you know. Stop, oh, ooh. stop me when I'm passing by, right? Ooh, ice cream man, ooh, come on, stop baby, me. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, like that, I mean, why not, right? Absolutely, I'm with you, dude. I think I, I like that. I like your idea. I like the way you're thinking there, man. I, Again, I would have been a little bit more creative. Amazon's got more money than God, like. Have fun with this, like sure, absolutely, man. I, I, again, it's it's. I don't know. Maybe it'll change. Maybe they will hear our podcast over on parchcountyguru.com. and as they hit the podcast link button, they're thinking to themselves, "Wow, we should get these guys to produce hey some sounds for us." Hey Jeff, Jeff, if you're if you're listening to the podcast or you're watching us yes. on YouTube. Right now. Come on. We have some ideas. We have some notes, as they say in the business. We would like to speak with you. You can reach right. us. Go to partscounterguru.com. Click on the Ask Us a Question tab. We'll be glad to respond. Set something up. Have your people talk to our people. Uh, you know, hey, maybe you play our podcast out of these vans while it's driving down the road. We'll, we'll be some, you know, we'll do something entertaining. I can't tell you what, but, <laughs> you know, it's going to be better than whatever that is coming out of your vans right, right now. Right, right. You know, and again, so, if you, what Jeff, if you're in Vegas? Jeff, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in Vegas, man, and they're, the delivery truck's outside, right? And yeah. And it's making this noise, and you walk out of... Can you imagine going from, like, that techno, techno stuff that they play in the casinos, man, and then you come out to that? Oomch, 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 oomch. Right. I mean, it would, 
That's the one thing about Vegas that I do not like is just the constant noise. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. Drives me nuts. I enjoy Vegas, though. Vegas is a cool, cool part. It's really neat, actually. Good food. Good times. Here. They got... Go ahead. Self, self-driving. self They got autonomous ca- Carry uh, Ubers on. and Lyfts. Yeah. Grab the next. Uh, I'm going to okay. just... Go ahead. All right. So, the next one... Let's talk about... Let's talk about what just happened over in. Um, yeah, man. Where did I get that? Where did I get that? Oh, here. It, no, is this it? Oh, yeah, here the, it is. What are we doing? What are yeah. we doing? Let's do the highest motorcycle museum. This is sad right. news. We just got to bring this up because Keith and I both are motorcycle fans, and um, there are some brands in here that you're familiar with. Maybe there's some brands in here you're not familiar with, but um, oomch, this oomch, is. Uh, <laughs> Hey, oh, if you're just man. tuning this... in and you don't know what that's all about, go watch the previous segment on the Amazon van making noise. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's it. And you'll you'll be enlightened. Right. Absolutely, man. Carry on. So we had a terrible, terrible thing happen, man, over in um, Austria. Um, they have a um, uh, motorcycle museum. It's... Um, this thing is, uh, let's see. Okay, let me just let me just read this from the top of the story here. Um, fans of the European motoring history are reeling today after Austria's top mountain crosspoint motorcycle museum suffered a cataclysmic fire on the 18th of January of this year. Um, this museum is nestled at the base of the Austrian side of the um, Timmelschock Pass. Uh, where Austria and Italy meet uh, in the depths of the Alps. Uh, the museum was founded in 2016 by twin brothers uh, Alban and Attila uh, Schieber, Schieber uh, as a way to show off their collection of classic irons. Sadly, man, there were some really, really cool motorcycles. I reached out to a good friend of mine who rebuilds Zundaps. Uh, there were some Zundaps in there, um, Sunbeam, um, Burrow Superior, which is kind of, you know, Burr Superior was one of those earlier earlier bikes way back that's just a beautiful piece of machinery, well-built. Um, and the company was bought by a French company within like the last five or so years. And in my previous life, I was actually approached by them along with this other gentleman that used to work with me and um, we were we developed some valve train for that particular the remake of the Burrow Superior. Um, so that's kind of close to home, and I know those guys are reeling over that stuff. But man, it's um, unclear at this point how much damage was done. Um, they said an alarm went off around 4:40 a.m., uh, and by the time firefighters arrived, the building was already engulfed in flames. Um, Firefighters quickly got to work trying to prevent the fire from spreading to a restaurant and other buildings nearby. But so far, local media report that no people were physically hurt by the um, by this. Uh, there's no information available yet on what started the fire, but they lost a ton of bikes, man. That's sad. Yeah, I hate to see that. Um, yeah. Ooh, fly, they even had a flying Merkel. Oh. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had some Harleys in there, some Indians in there. They did have some vintage cars, which included some Porsches and some Ferraris. Um, yeah. Well, that's sad, man. I hate to hear that. 
But anybody who's a, a motorcycle buff, go check that out, that story out if you want, and, and, and dig into it and go see what they have. But sadly, 2016 is, is when they started this, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist and everything, but you know, you kind of wonder what, what happened there. Yeah. I mean, is it an older building or right? You know, what's, what's going on? Cash flow problems. Yeah. I hope I'm not. Just, yeah. I'm, I have no idea. I don't have any info on that, but. Anyway, uh, sad to see those bikes go away. It's only is around two hundred and thirty classic um, bikes. I think they said. Crazy, sucks, sucks, man. So what you got next? All right, flying cars, and then on to our <laughs> main content. All right, flying yes. cars, flying cars, flying cars. So again, uh, you know, WTH this time directed at GM. <laughs> yeah. Um. GM's like, I think they're just live polling the stock market now. You know, it's like, well, let's just announce this, and we're just gonna, yeah, we're in, see how we're it stock, goes We're over. a stock trading company now. That's what we do. Like, th- we didn't say we were actually gonna put it in production. We just announced that we were thinking about it, right? So, uh, shares. Uh, this is CNBC is where I'm looking. Shares of General Motors hit a record high Tuesday after the automaker changed their logo. Oh, no, wait, that's not. It, it's uh, <laughs> unveiled an electric driveway van and revealed potential plans to delve into futuristic flying cars. Now, you got to see the pictures of this. It looks like it's something straight out of RoboCop. Um, yeah, let's see. What details can we get? So the, the, the van, the EV600 electric van, is scheduled to go on sale later this year. On their commercial it side, does, so man. That's it's real. It's strange. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's real. This is a strange-looking vehicle, man. The flying car part uh, is designed to hold one passenger and travel roughly 56 mile an hour between rooftops and other urban destinations. I mean, if you're gonna like try to envision this, if you're driving or you're listening to the podcast, think giant drone, right, with multi rotors right. on it. Yeah, it's um, an F-tall is what they call it. Eve tall, Eve tall, electric vertical yep. takeoff and landing. And uh, rooftop to rooftop, uh, GM has designed George models of both Jetson. autonomous and computer renderings. Okay, so it's just renderings at this point. Hey, uh, I can hold on, see hold this. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Hold that train of thought. Hey, GM, you should have listened to what we were just talking about. Trying to encourage Amazon to change their music. Maybe you should put the George Jetson sound on this thing. Just saying. Okay, go ahead, Keith. Sorry. All right. Yeah. So, again, GM, partscountergurus.com. Ask us a question. We'll be glad to respond. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's sort of a fishing expedition, but, uh, you know, the fact that stock market investors are willing to bite on something that's a rendering that they haven't even announced plans or... R&D, you know, know, whatever. I mean, maybe it's the electric van. Maybe it's not. I can see this being uh, somewhat helpful in an urban environment where you live in the city and in a downtown area. And let's say you need to go a couple miles. Now, all of a sudden, it could take you, you know, five minutes or less, and it might normally take you 30 minutes in a busy population. But then what's that going to do? I mean, you're going to have air traffic control. It's going to have to be regulated. Dude, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, there, there would be people falling out of the sky all the time. I mean, <laughs> this is it, it, uh, this is 
I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is probably, I, I mean, you don't beat your dog for coming home, right? But this is a bad use of innovation. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I just, uh, really? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 I mean, look, it's a cool thought, okay? I mean, we are, we are in a time in, in modern history where the growth of technology is so exponential that some of this stuff is really not, far-fetched at all it, it could happen and some of this stuff is already happening like i know that south of me in oregon there are there are these the testings of these flying um vehicles going on that that is happening it has happened but why in the world gm that's the question because they're i mean they're they got i mean they're they're making bad they're, deals with nicola they got to figure well, that's out, what i'm saying they're, they're having a hard enough time trying to trying to seal the deals on you know uh uh, a hydrogen fuel cell company, man. You know, I mean, they look, they've got the Hummer, which in my opinion, I thought the Hummer's coming out. It looks like a Hummer. I think this thing is cool. It's all electric. It has all these neat feature features, you know, with the, with the crab crawl um, features. Um, we even talked to couple of our, our colleagues about, hey, maybe there's some sort of military, underlying military usage going on. Oh, by the way, yes, well, that's 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 true. Um, so if, if you think about, I, I just don't understand how GM can jump from one thing to another and just dive into it. Is this really going to happen? That's the question. But how does it make their stock jump so much? How does that? I mean, are, I'm not going to go and buy shares in that. Are you? Apparently, you know, people with more more money than sense, as you know, my grandmother. We're a used long to say. way away f- infrastructurally from having the ability to make something like that even be yeah conceivable to, to work in our in our. Don't you think? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I mean, I just you know, is this like? You know, beer drinking, you know, Thursdays at the GM, you know, Zoom call where we just all spitball, you know, ideas. And some guy goes, well, I can have a rendering of that next week. Like, let's just send it to the right. shareholders for the, you know, what I, I just seriously don't think I'm Look, too far man, off. One, one of these, Michael Simcoe is vice president of GM Global Design. He said each concept of this re- reflected the needs and the wants of passengers at a particular moment in time and GM's vision of the future of transportation. This is a special moment for General Motors as we reimagine the future of personal transportation for the next five years and beyond. Okay, I get it, but I don't know. I'm not buying any stock. Yeah, I. All right. Yeah, I'll all buy right. stock in a um how, in a in a an electric battery yeah, company. How about, how about that? How about this? GM? Electric vehicle battery company. Yes. Yeah. GM. Go ahead. How about you fix your supply issues? With things like the Corvette first, yeah, then gotta get that out. You work on your flying cars. Mm. All right, moving on. Before I get too worked up again, one point five trillion dollars is what, by the way, Morgan Stanley expects the autonomous urban aircraft market may be worth one point five trillion. And, and sure, by twenty forty. You know, okay, by twenty forty. That's All right. twenty. It's uh, and I digress. Fix the Corvette problem first. It's 19 years, guys. Then we can so. then you know get get your get your you got that fuel cell ball? vehicle situation worked out with Nicola. Then we'll talk about flying cars. All right. You got that crystal ball? Why? 
I just I am. I am. Look I'm, like I'm, like in I'm like that guy in the Wonder Woman movie. I am the crystal ball. <laughs> That's, you may not get that reference. Anyway, right on. All right, right on. So let's roll. Toyota. Main topic. My beloved Toyota. Uh, this is gonna might be a segment we have might have to file under tough love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's so much to get into with what's going on uh, behind the scenes with Toyota. How about we start with this, Jay? Mm-hmm. Some news that we can verify. They are killing off the Land Cruiser after this model year. So there there will be no 2022 Land Cruiser. That is correct. Um, well, you know, because, Jay... Nobody's buying large SUVs here in the United States, right? <laughs> no, they are not. They're um, just not buying those things. There's not a huge demand for Overland. Uh, I mean, like, for example, Jay, let's say you go to SEMA, like last year. No Jeeps, Nobody's, Tacomas. Nah, none. Nah, no Broncos. Right? No, none nah, of that. Nothing, none of that, nah, right? No. Nah. Like, not... 75% of the show maybe dedicated to that. Nah. 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 No market there. So they kill the Land Cruiser. This is it. So this is the same thing that they did with my beloved FJ, where they went through a tough patch, and it was due to a recession in 2008, and they hit the panic button, and they stopped production on the FJ because their sales numbers dropped. Right. The minute they took that thing off the market, Jeep, all of them, started to skyrocket Boom. yep the fj was a catalyst for a lot of these guys going they just nuts weren't patient them. with it they no they weren't it's like the yep. first five episodes of seinfeld right yeah nbc yeah. was ready to pull the plug on that show mm-hmm. you remember that i do it wasn't getting the ratings and they were panicking yep yeah because you know i mean that's and then all of a sudden people go oh i like that so not only are they going to kill the uh, Land Cruiser, uh, the sister vehicle on the Lexus side uh, is getting... So the V8 that they would typically use in these larger SUVs... Four liters, right? 4.0 liters? Is that correct? Or, in, or is it the... No, no, no. Wait a minute. Those are those those five... Yes. Yes, those, the bigger. Yeah, those big yeah. V8s. Yes. Well, they're going to dumb it down now to a V6 to a smaller one in the same large vehicle. And I can only guess that this is due to them getting complaints over fuel economy but look man i mean meanwhile chrysler getting bought up by everybody and cramming these hemis and everything they can right if you're buying that kind of a vehicle what's the mpg should not even be a question you ask <laughs> right man this is true um, i think that somebody is missing they're missing the um I, there's got to be more to what we have said all along that Toyota has to be playing the long game. Man. Okay, but they have to be. And they you I hope you're right. But if you're anybody as an auto manufacturer, doesn't to- Toyota, Ford, GM, Jeep, Chrysler, whoever, mm-hmm. if you have something else in mind, why in your right mind, would you discontinue one model mm-hmm. and not have something else at the ready to take that slot in the lineup? Because you are giving up sales to the competition. Right. So here's what's going on with Toyota. And I can tell you the information that I, that I turned up was this, is that the Land Cruiser is definitely dead for 2022. We know that. 
Will it come back for 2023, 2024? We don't know that yet. What we do know, though, is in 2023, the Forerunner is going to be completely redesigned in 2023. Now, is that going to be giving us all a taste of what we can expect from, say, a new redesigned Land Cruiser? Quite possibly. Now, we've seen Chrysler roll out and reveal the prototype of their new Grand Wagoneer. They just rolled out the new Grand Cherokee L um, with some new things, some twists to what they're doing, adding a third row. These are larger vehicles. Um, Ford rolled out the Bronco. Um, GM with the Hummer. Of course, it's all electric. So as I was digging and reading a little bit more into this, we let's go back and reflect on the last couple of years of what Toyota has done. Okay, so the, the Toyota 86, we knew what that was, right? That's a, It's a Subaru, right? Okay, so hear me out. That's a Subaru. So they partnered up with Subaru, which makes sense. It's not uncommon to see auto manufacturers partner up and trade technologies and do those things, right? We get that. Then, super, 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 supra, Here's the Supra, guys. Super, super, Supra. Well, it's a BMW, right? If you take a look at this, if they are playing the long game and they're kind of laying back in the weeds and partnering up with some of these other manufacturers and their technologies, there may be something big coming for Toyota in the next couple of years from a technology well, standpoint. Because the Germans, from auto- they, they, they've got the autonomous stuff figured out. They, they're leading in the autonomous world. We just recently did a podcast on pedestrian automatic emergency braking and by far all of the german made and european made and asian made vehicles did so much better than well the hyundai didn't but the nissan did well and we know the audi did well there's a couple there's another one in there but the ford didn't do very well at all and I think the Kia was like yeah, not a slam dunk. Everybody's getting out of sedan sales. Ford is pulling out. GM is pulling out. They're all mm-hmm. making fewer and fewer passenger cars. They're moving to crossovers. Nobody's buying passenger cars. Funny now, I do understand that. that the 86 and the Supra are both sportier cars. But why, if you're a Toyota, do you go for two of those kinds of models? Now, I understand they're at different price points and all that. Mm-hmm. And you completely get out of the large footprint SUV. Now, I don't, don't, and don't even start with the Forerunner thing. That's a great vehicle. It is not mm-hmm. nowhere near as big as the Land Cruiser. Right. Nowhere but near as could big. It, could it upsize, though? D- oh, my God. Let, redesign. Did you, I'm going to have an aneurysm if that's the plan. That, yeah. that is just beyond dumb. Yeah. So, what, I mean, I know they've got the Sequoia, but that's not, that's, this is a 60-year-ish tradition that Toyota's done with the Land Cruiser. It has a huge following. It's a really, really bulletproof vehicle. It is just an amazing... It's it's older in terms of the components that it's using. Nobody cares. It's, well, it's a solid vehicle. When you think of the Land Cruiser, Keith, and I'm talking like visually... What do you what do you what do you visualize when you see the Land Cruiser? The first thing that pops to my mind is the old versions, right? Yeah, going the, camping, like, going like off roading, like a power wagon, like a kind real of a, like the FJ. vehicle. Yeah, right, absolutely. So maybe Toyota has stepped back and said, you know, let's let's make the all new redesigned. Let's have the Sequoia, 
let's have that for from from an elegance and a and a, and a luxury standpoint. Let's upgrade the um, the Forerunner a little bit, but let's bring the Land Cruiser back, and let's do what Ford did. Like Ford, you know, was bringing the Bronco back. Everybody said it's got to look like the old Bronco. It's got to it's got to do this. Are they potentially planning a rebirth of the you know like a retro version Fine. of that? But you don't pull one model off the sales sheet before yeah. you have something ready to take its place. Yeah. That is suicide. Yeah. Well, they've got, I mean, they've got a number of new, you know, they've got, you know, a, a number of new vehicles that, that you're not, are coming. You're not, you're not convincing me here, Jay. But, it, but it's not, hey, but it's not, it's not anything equivalent to what they're pulling. That's the thing. They don't have anything to replace that. Right. They pulled the FJ. They didn't have really anything to replace that as well. Right. Okay. So those are two two models that they have pulled over the years that, from an Overland crowd standpoint, they have missed. They have totally missed the train. Totally missed the train. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah. It's like they just don't even care. But no. see, Jay, they. They spend a ton of money to be at these events like SEMA. They are one of the premier uh, press releases given during the past few. And they made a big push this year also, virtually. That Mm -hmm. has to cost them. They're there. How can you be there, not Mm -hmm. look around in the hall? I mean, is your head just completely in the sand? Right, and I, and we've said that on a number of levels. Like, why is it that they're the only ones that do not have a true EV out there? And if right? you want to go, okay. So now let's let's get into that. But before we do, I'll just I want to I want to say one more thing before I'm done. You know, taking swings. Um, if you want to make the argument to be that your sales numbers are dropping on on the Land Cruiser or it, you know the FJ or any of these SUVs, figure mm-hmm. out why. Don't just pull the plug on the whole platform. Why? Right. Why is why is Jeep putting Hemi's and anything you can literally ask them to? Right. Why is Jeep come up with in the past five years like four different new body styles on the Jeep platform? Right. Why is Ford coming out with uh, two different Bronco models if nobody's buying SUVs? You're doing right. something wrong, and you need to figure it out and not just pull the plug on, well, yeah. we lost some sales this year, so let's cancel the whole program. That just... Right. Ah. Uh. They they have really, really put their their eggs in, in one basket over the last 10 years, which is their hybrid So their hybrid do you think technology. they're just going all in on that? Um, and if so, remember, this is a again, company known... For their four-wheel drive vehicles, historically, right? But we we both know that electric, you know, all EV um, off off-road vehicles are making a strong presence right now. So, and maybe are they paying attention, and are they going to bring it back as a as an EV? We don't know that yet. Um, but that could be. But we have said that they, you know, what are they doing? What are they doing? Maybe they're playing the long game, and maybe they are. But well, I, we think they're going Gen three or something in terms of an EV. They're not going to jump into the Tesla comp- competitive pool. They're going to wait for. I've got some information you know, fuels, on the let's EV. Let's have it. All right, let's go. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the new pure electric Toyota BZ SUV. It's an SUV. It's like a Rav four type 
vehicle. Um, and it is within a partnership with Subaru. Again, what I said, they're they're partnering with with companies for technology. Are they going to become the Craftsman or the Kenmore of the car industry? You just never know, man. I mean, like but they're just going to rebrand this, everybody yeah. else's. <laughs> yeah, but they're developing its first fully electric car, um, and again, it's it's going to be called the Toyota BZ. Um, which stands for Beyond Zero, and that's going to be a platform for them. They say there's tons of vehicles coming in the BZ platform, okay? Um, now, they also have, I uh, don't know if you're aware of this, I'm sure you are, but um, I, I didn't know that it was sold here in the U.S. because I haven't paid that much attention to it, but the, the Mirai, which is a, their fuel cell vehicle, okay? So they put this thing out. I, I've walked through the living room when there's been videos playing on it yes right it's it's been it's been in the u.s but then my curiosity is like okay so where do you go fill this thing up at so i pulled up a you know uh you know uh, hydrogen fuel stations california there's virtually none in the u.s they're all in california the honda did the same thing they established a test market footprint and they chose california i think they get some breaks to do it that way because california is much more much friendlier to those new kind of prototype type fuel platforms right i yeah so there you go finally an all-electric and um i think it's coming to europe first europe is, tends to get a lot of this technology first a lot of these type vehicles first um but then so i ran across this as well this again call me for being oblivious to this going on um but are you aware of the E Tinga lineup? The E E T N G A product lineup. So Toyota is now revealing more about its new E Tinga platform. The company has just announced production preparations for a new SUV model with a purely electric drive based on a new platform. Um, it combines variable with non-variable key components and thus offers high flexibility in terms of vehicle width, length, wheelbase, height, front, rear, and all-wheel drive. It's a Toyota global architecture that they're rolling out. All right, so at this point, though, I'm, whole, mm -hmm. I'm sticking to my guns. It, it is a stupid move to kill off any existing product lines until you have this thing almost production ready. This is the equivalent... Almost to GM saying we're going to make a flying car. Great, you have an idea. Right. How long is it going to take to get that idea into production? Right. And Unless the reason why they've been so quiet and we've been hearing crickets is because that's what they well, that's where they're putting all their interest in. So here's my let's let's end it with this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully this will turn into and I told you so. Uh, I hate to say I told you so. Toyota, if you guys do not have some plan revealed in the next, I'm going to be gracious here, six months, you're going to, you're just going to continue to lose market share. You better have a big unveiling that's pretty awesome, very competitive, and it needs to not be a rival to something that's already out there, like a Tesla, like a Model X or a Model Y. It needs to be beyond that it needs to be better because solid state cells that are faster charging whatever it is you better get there quickly you've got six months the clock's ticking
go. Right, right. I'm thinking that they took heed from, uh, and I'll quote, I'll give you a quote real quick, from Sheikh Ahmed Zaki Yamani from 2000. He says, the Stone Age did not end because the world ran out of stones, and the Oil Age will not end because we run out of oil. 30 years from now, there will be a huge amount of oil and no buyers. Oil will be left in the ground. So I wonder if Toyota is listening to that, and that's where they're going. I, I mean, yeah. We'll see. All right, Jay, get us out of here before my head explodes. <laughs> hey, everybody, look. Thank you for watching today. If you're watching, you can check us out over on youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. While you're there, smash that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up and ring that bell so you are notified when these videos come out. If you are a audio podcast fan only, we love you too. Please go to partscounterguru.com. Sign up. Go to the podcast links, man. Go to any platform you want. We are out there on every single platform that you could possibly think of. Uh, follow us on social media. We're on facebook.com forward slash parts counter gurus. We're on Instagram at the parts counter gurus. We're also on Twitter where our handle is at the counter show. Um, wow, man. And if you just want to shop for anything, we've got a nice little icon up at the top right hand side. Go through Amazon, go there. Anything like that helps us out tremendously. We don't know what you're buying. We are an Amazon associate. Uh, if you buy through our website, uh, we just get a little love. It helps us keep the show going. Um, and we, we, if you are already subscribed and you are already doing all these things, thank you so much. And we want more people to come on board. So please tell a friend. Like us, share us, do everything you can, get the word out. Thanks, Jay. All right. So that's, all I, that's all I got. I'm going to leave with this. Now, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge, if you're, I think we all are. Big Betty White fans who recently turned 99. Oh, absolutely. She's she amazing. Recently turned 99. Did you know this? I did. All right. So I found, I found, I was digging for some, some Betty White quotes because I thought, you know, pay, pay homage <laughs> to Betty. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, Betty White was asked a while back how she stays healthy. And this is, this is what she said. She said, I'm a huge health nut. My favorite dude, my favorite food is hot dogs with French fries and my exercise. I have a two story house and a very bad memory. So I'm, so I'm up and down those stairs a lot. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I just feel God like she's you. our kind of people, man. God bless you, Betty White. Um, I love her, man. She's awesome. Yeah. She stay, she is relevant. She is funny. Yeah. God bless her. Happy birthday, Betty. Thank you. So, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Just like Jay said, uh, we appreciate all the likes and comments very much. Until next time, that is Jay over there. I'm Keith. We'll talk to you soon. Later, guys.